good Monday evening. Welcome to another edition of the DC Sports Rundown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. About to be joined by the man that writes the checks. The boss, BJ. Uh, we got a lot to get into tonight. Um, it's another moaning Monday for the Washington faithful. Uh, that's the top story <clears throat> so far on this rainy Monday night. Because all you got is moaning Monday. And then after that, you got to move on to the next week. And <clears throat> this game, this game, boy, this game, this was a cosmetically beautiful loss. I say cosmetic because, you know, you win ugly and a, a ugly win is, you know, beating Green Bay uh, 13 to 10 but you grinded it out you know you you went out there and you may have had some missteps and gave up some sacks and you know you turned the ball over a few times but you grinded it out you gutted it out and got the w yesterday's loss was pretty and it was cosmetically pretty but first and foremost ladies and gentlemen as mentioned before the man that signs the checks the boss, BJ. What is going on, podcast land? What's up with y'all? What's up, uh, big guy? What's happening, brother? I'm just, I'm here moaning. That's all. You know, don't moan too much, brother. Don't moan too much. That's yeah, all man. I can do. Currently, uh, before we get into the Washington football team, currently watching my Washington Wizards get pummeled in Brooklyn. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, they played really good the first two games, and We'll get into them in a little bit. They didn't have Bill the second game. They pulled out that win at home, home opener. But I don't know. They just came out flat against Brooklyn and down by, I think it was 2021 last time I checked. So, Well, to be quite honest, playing Brooklyn, and that's not even a full-strength Brooklyn, but playing Brooklyn, you would think, you know, okay, I, I can see them not playing the best game because Brooklyn's the, the, Brooklyn's the team to beat in the East, so. That I they are. Keep it competitive, though. Keep it lose. You may lose, but keep it competitive. So, if, 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 like I said, we'll talk about them. But it, it felt like maybe they were a little intimidating and pushing and trying too hard. That's that's what it looked like to me. They they had an opportunity before the half to kind of like close that twenty point gap, um, and they just were missing threes left and right, missing shots, playing one on one ball, hero ball. So. Uh, it's a whole nother, whole nother show. So, but this Washington football team, sir. Right now, when you joined in, and I want to know, I'm glad you joined in when you joined. Now, I call this a cosmetically beautiful loss, and you know, you you, you got your ugly wins. I love. I'd rather win ugly than lose pretty, and we lost pretty yesterday. Mm. Now, here's why I say we lost pretty. Taylor Heineke. You got a hint of the read option, and, you know, he was 25 of 37, 261, a touchdown and an interception. Should have had a touchdown rushing, too. Not even going to get into that right now. He also had 10 carries for 95 yards, led the team in rushing. Antonio Gibson, 14 carries, 51 yards. Uh, 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 DeAndre Carter, 
one carry, 27 yards with Taylor Heineke blocking up front and recovering the fumble. J.D. McKissick, four carries, 22 yards. Scary Terry, seven catches, 122. Ricky Seals-Jones, six catches, 51 yards. Adam Humphreys, three catches, 36 yards. McKissick, four catches, 34 yards. Dax Milne, two catches, 16. Gibson, two catches for five. And Carter, one for four. On the defense, Landon Collins. I got to give credit where credit is due. We're going to talk about the offense first. We're going to talk about it as a whole. Give credit where credit is due. Landon Collins and that defense played pretty damn solid yesterday. Collins led the team with tackles and seven. Now, it was seven tackles. He played up around the line, and he got in there. He was making stops behind the line. That's the Landon Collins that I want to see. Uh, Jonathan Allen, two sacks. Montez Sweat, a sack. You know, uh, 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 Matt Ioannidis almost had himself a sack. Chase Young got in, you know, was pressuring the quarterback. Everything worked out pretty damn well. And if you look at the team stats, let's look at the team stats. 430 total yards to 304 in favor of Washington. 195 yards rushing to 57 in favor of Washington. 6.1 yards per play to 5.7 in favor of Washington. 25 first downs for Washington to 19 for Green Bay. No, not very good on third down. And Washington didn't punt, not once yesterday. Time of possession, 32 minutes, 54 seconds to 27 minutes and six seconds. If I didn't tell you the score of this game, BJ, tell me you would think that the, the Washington football team won this game because that's how I feel just looking at the stats. Yeah, looking at the stats, you was, you would think that you know, Washington went to went to Lambeau and pulled out a W, man. And we watched the game, and we know that did not happen for various reasons. And I want to hear you talk about um, some of the reasons it didn't happen. Um, because you know, I think that you know those Heineke the Heineke touchdown that didn't get called a touchdown I, that definitely hurt. And um, Antonio Gibson's fumbles is, is continues to, you know, and it's like his fumble isn't the the end all. It isn't the reason why they lost, but it, you know, it kills the momentum and it, and it puts you in a bad position. And you know, it's it, you you lose that field position instantly. So, um, you know, I told you, you know, I think it's time for you know, J.D. McKissick to step up and be the number one back now. Kind of, it's like you saw Antonio Gibson run. You saw him, you can see the flashes of him trying to be a great back. I don't know if he's pressing too much, but you, that the ball securement for this Washington football team and Antonio Gibson is, I don't know if they need to work on that more in practice, but I think I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see 60-40 McKissick now. I, I really wouldn't. I thought that way after the last game he fumbled, and it seemed like they went to him. And, and, I, and, I, and I hit you on the WhatsApp, and I was like, why won't they let him rest the week for, you know, the shin injury that he has? Like, you know, you, let McKissick play. You know, let McKissick play. You, you know, McKissick showing some signs of life. Like, you know, I don't know who Antonio Gibson uh, got got tape on, but he's still he's still getting them reps, KG. 
<laughs> I, 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 look, as long as he ain't got tapes on me, because if he got tapes on me, they better be sold for 1995 and I need 100% of the proceeds. But that's that's Saturday night talk. This is the things I go through with the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, and the Nubian Sumo and the WrestleManiacs. But Gibson, I, I don't know, B. Like, this game yesterday was a really, really good coach game. And a lot of people are saying, you know, I, I seen somebody, I can't remember who it was, say fire uh, Ron Revere now and fire his whole staff and then bring, bring you know, bring somebody from the past. And now nah, we don't need no retreats. We don't need, I mean, there's no former player outside of Russ Grimm that I would like to see coaching this team. And Russ Grimm should have been back here uh, when Gibbs left the second time if they weren't going to bring Greg Williams in. But I think Russ Grimm's window has closed. So, anyway, Antonio Gibson. You have J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson, and Jared Patterson. Patterson's not getting very many carries. He's the rookie. He's the, the low man on the totem pole. I think you need to start. I agree with you. Maybe... 40 uh for 40 percent of the carries for mckissick i'm sorry for uh gibson 44 mckissick and 10 percent for patterson make it a three-headed monster don't put so much pressure on gibson because he, he he is dangerous he's dangerous out of the backfield he's dangerous catching the ball he's dangerous running the ball i seen it was one play he almost broke that thing wide open but he couldn't keep his feet I'm just like, man, what could be? The potential is there. The flashes are there. He can be a game-changing running back in this league, but he has to hold on to the ball. I've seen guys get cut in this league early on because they have a fumbling issue. You remember Amon Green? Fumbling issue. Batman, I remember him. Yeah, he had a fumbling issue. Uh, when he was in Seattle, that's why Seattle cut him because he had a fumbling issue. He went to Green Bay. He talked to John Madden and John. Remember the, the the black leather sleeves he used to wear. John Madden told him to put those on. He said that'll stop the ball from sliding out because you sweat so much. Never had a fumbling problem after that. Went on to a pretty decent career. I don't know what it is. Is it that he doesn't? wrap up the ball you know cover the ends and i don't know i don't know if it's technique can it be fixed that's the question i mean you know seeing that type seeing his talent on the field and what he can do and his speed you know just him as a back other than the fumbling he can catch out the backfield he can run between the tackles and outside the tackles downhill uphill he can kind of do it all if you could just work on him holding on to the ball. And I think the more it's happening, the more he's starting to – it's going to be a mental thing now. You know what I'm saying? And and, mm -hmm. and that's where you have to kind of get in the lab and try to figure out how you can kind of ease his mind, how you can work on it in practice so he can get back to worrying about withhold a hit and making plays and not worrying about – holding on to the rock. I mean, yes, you got to worry about that. Uh, like you said, is it technique? Is he holding the ball a certain way? Is he careless? Like, I don't see, like, 
he's not Shady McCoy careless with the ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cherry like a loaf of bread. Yeah, so, you know, definitely not that. So maybe maybe reposition the ball a certain way. Maybe, um, you know, put something on the forearm to kind of, you know, wipe, maybe have him wipe his forearm off and arm off, you know, before the plays. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. I really don't. But if if it doesn't get addressed, it's it's going to keep killing Washington's momentum because, like, this final score was 24 to 10. Green Bay did not want to win this game. Mm-hmm. Green Bay did not want to win this game. Washington basically gave this game to Green Bay. And, of course, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He makes Aaron Rodgers throws, Aaron Rodgers runs. You know what I'm saying? Devontae Adams uh, had six for 76 in a touchdown. Rodgers was 27 for 35, 274. Three TDs, no picks. And, you know, like the big guy mentioned, he was sacked three times. And that was encouraging to see on the Washington defense that they they got to Rodgers. You know, and of course, you know, we hear we're gonna hear it every broadcast. Washington has spent four first round draft picks on the, the defensive line. And you know, you hate hearing it, but to a certain degree, yes, this this they should, you know, be a little bit more dominant. And like you said, the defense did play good, Landon Collins played good, and I didn't it seemed like they brought Landon Collins up more and put him in the box more. And that's what you need to do. That is what he is. That is what he is. And if it's a passing down, you need to bring out uh, a nickel or dime package where you can still put him in the box and let people that can cover better than him cover. Yeah. Okay, he's he's a hybrid, but he's more of the linebacker hybrid. Where he 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 can excel in the box, and I think he would do very well covering the tight ends and backs. I think when you asking him to cover over top, you know, to do the communication, I think that's where the downfall is, and that's what you got to take away from. Him. And you know, I and you know, we me and you've been saying this. It seems like this team, whether it's Scott Turner, Jack Del Rio, Ron Rivera, like you would think this team is six and one. Like we don't need to change anything, this, that, and the other. And, you know, maybe over the last week or two, you've heard some things from Ron Rivera saying that, you know, especially Landon Collins is going to try him, you know, you know, more of a linebacker, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it seemed like Heineke played a little bit looser yesterday. Um, and, and, you know, just, just, running the ball, saw a couple RPOs, and I'm like, why aren't they doing more of this every week? Last week, if they did more RPO with the, the plays out the backfield, a fake a RPO into a, a, a running back screen. I mean, get creative. Why can't why – why am I sitting at home as a fan? And like, okay, Heineke got the legs. All right, pull them in. Do RPO. And then instead of the, you know, you faking it to the back, have uh have the back or the tight end go into the flat. Cause you're pull you the whole point of the RPO is you're trying to see what that edge rusher is gonna do. If you pull that edge rusher in and have that tight end do a small little chip block and then go right out into the flat, the, I'm telling you, it would open so much more up. It'll open and open a lot of things up. But it's just like you know, um, we talked about 
last podcast about how, you know, we thought this offense was and Scott Turner was being, hey, my way or the highway type. Um, and, you know, we talked, you know, Ben came on. We talked about that. We heard some talk on a 106.7, a fan from Logan Paulson early in the week, kind of confirming what we said, confirming what we talked about. It just seemed like the offense is my way or the highway. It's no type of give. It's no cre- creativity. And my thing is, if you are, as a football team, if you're struggling on offense, that, for me, that's not when you dial it back. That's when you start opening more things up. All right, so we got to see what works. If I'm the offensive coordinator, I'm like, all right, so, all right, we, we did good here. We, we had some success with the screens. What can I do to open these screens up more? What can I do to open these screens up more? I, I throw it to the tight end in the middle. If I start making you cover the tight end, because for, for Washington, the tight end is not a threat. They don't go to the tight end. Mm-hmm. That's they true. Don't go, they don't go to the tight end. So if I'm if I'm a if I'm a if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm like I, I'm not really tripping off the tight end because they don't go to the tight end. If I start making it my business to hit the tight end in the middle of the field, down the seams, in the flat, now you got to worry about the tight end and the backs. Now that linebacker that was supposed to be checking the tight end doesn't really care because they know you're not going to throw to this tight end. You're going to Terry McLaurin. Ricky Seals, Jones, I, I mean, he's a tight end. I, I, I take that back a little bit. He's a tight end. They need to utilize him a lot more. If they made Ricky Seals, Jones a, a, a more part of the offense than what they do, I mean, because he, he's made some big plays this year. And I, you know, I'm like, why? Why not go to him more? Make them check Ricky Seals, Jones. Then, you know, Go to the then go to the, the back out the, uh, the the runner back screen or into the flat, you know. Do a tight end screen. I haven't seen a mm-hmm. tight end screen. That's do true. A, do a tight end screen. Make them guards and stuff pull. Have Ricky Seal Jones step two or three yards back. Go that. I mean, it's so much. It's so much you you can do to open your offense up. And, and long story short, I know I like to ramble, but if I'm struggling on offense. I'm trying to come out with at least not a trick play, but something that you haven't seen me do every quarter just to throw a monkey wrench in what you're doing. If you haven't, if we don't come out in five wide, I guess we coming out, we're going, we're coming out in five wide to spread you out to see how good y'all are at covering. Because when you come out in five wide, guess what? You got to bring cornerbacks in on in that normally wouldn't play. You know, you know, teams like three and four, I bring that fifth guy out here. Uh-uh, drag them cornerbacks out here. I come out in dime. Y'all come out in, in, in nickel plus, whatever y'all going to come out in. Like that, you got to take away the defense's strong suit. If you're going against a team, you know, I don't know what the Packers run. Let's just say they run a 4-3 and they run it effectively. I want you out there 4-3. You got – you you're you're going if I'm the offensive coordinator come in you're going you're bringing your nickel back in, you bringing that fourth corner back in, that's what this will be coming out and I'm gonna run Heineke I'm coming out in four wide. Or three wide with Ricky Seals Jones lined up in one of the slots. And guess what? Now you now you got you you got to decide you you have to decide as defensive coordinator. Am I going to blitz and make Heineke find an open man? Then I'm going to take the chance of Heineke running 
Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. It's, it's it's just it's frustrating watching what all Washington does on offense sometimes. Like I said, I think Heineke really played really good. I keep saying this is his seventh start. Seventh start. Everybody's calling for his head. It's his fault. Bring in Kyle Isla. Go get. I say Cam Newton, but Cam Newton would be a significant upgrade over. Um, Taylor Heineke, and not to belittle him or downplay him, I'm just saying that because who Cam is and what Cam brings to the table, and I was saying that as far as if Washington was, wanted to to kind of, if they wanted to fight for that last playoff spot, because more than likely, it's probably over, what, 80% chance now that Dallas wins the division barring an injury or something to you know, somebody on Dallas, you know, it's probably 80, 90% chance right now um, because what's the uh, what's Washington's next game? Washington's next game is the Broncos. This is the four game stretch we was talking about. Mm-hmm. And so, the Broncos ain't no pushover. They ain't not, no slouch. Nah, they struggling, but they definitely not not with Von Miller on the end. Mm-hmm. And then you Von got Chubb on the other end. And that's yeah. You you got you got double trouble next week. Which this which this defense should be with with um young and sweat mm-hmm. so um that is true i'm giving you the mic back brother i know i've been chomping my no, head no. off for and but you said so many things especially offensively and that's absolutely true i'm not even gonna come across and step on the, on your toes offensively i'm gonna go over to the defensive side this defense played a like i said cosmetically good game you know you put pressure on on rogers and it doesn't matter you put pressure on rogers he's still gonna do aaron rogers thing he's aaron flipping rogers but they got after it they got after it um he picked on ben st juice an awful lot yesterday and the thing is st juice held his own and you know we had injuries i thought that if you're going to put Devonte adams out there you know Devonte adams on the field when Devontae Adams, if he drove to Lambeau or he got off the bus or what have you, however they got to the game, Kendall Fuller should have picked him up. From He should have picked him up from his house, and they should have rode to the game together. Ken, I would have rather had Kendall Fuller and Devontae Adams at all times. Now, I'm not saying Kendall Fuller would, would, would stop Devontae Adams because Devontae Adams is a beast, and you know he's on the COVID list. I just seen it on Monday Night Football a few minutes ago. He's on the COVID list. So... I, I, I don't know if it's a positive test or what have you, but he his status is in jeopardy for Thursday night. Um, I hope all is well. Hope it's a false positive. He's fine because that's a nasty virus to get a hold of. But uh, not saying that anybody out there would stop Devontae Adams. But when Devontae Adams was covered, he went to Lazard. And Lazard ate us up five catches, 60 yards and a touchdown. I'm like, bruh, it was like the defense was there, but they weren't there. They still had – these are the mistakes that the defense has been making prior six weeks where mistakes that you expected them to make all in the first two weeks, and then you correct it. And they should have been – the way they played yesterday should have been the way that they've been playing the whole entire season. But I got to give it up. You know, I, I give Landon Collins a ration of sugar honey iced tea Every week, can't do it this week. 
I refuse to give Landon Collins some BS this week because that boy balled out. Like, even in a loss, he was back there. That's the Landon Collins that I like. When he plays in that box, and you got to worry, uh, is 26 coming? Is he coming? No, no. It was a play. Aaron Rodgers came up. He looked over the line. He said, 26, 26, watch 26, watch 26. 26 still came in and made the tackle. And Greg Olson's like, Aaron Rodgers said, watch 26. You wasn't ready for 26. That's the type of game that I expect from Landon Collins every week. That way Cameron Curl can get in and he can do his thing. He had six tackles yesterday. Uh, Cole Holcomb did pretty good with six tackles. Jamin Davis had five. Danny Johnson came in and who normally plays special teams, pressed into duty and balled out. I mean, they played a cosmetically beautiful game. It just, on the scoreboard, it counts as an L. Pretty pretty losses are nothing. And people talking about, well, it's a moral victory. We didn't get blown out. And the defense, I don't believe in no damn moral victory. I'm still bitter right now. I am bitter because that was a game we could have won. Moral victories do not freaking count. Now, granted, uh, 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 my father-in-law and and, and my my, my, uh my son's uncle is smiling down from above because they Green Bay Packer fans and the Packers beat Washington. You know, that was always a big thing for him. So that was a good part. But for me, I'm bitter right now because we could have won this game. This game was 7-7 at the half. And that's another thing. How do you not score on a team that's that putrid in the red zone? Green Bay's defense before they played Washington 15 possessions in their red zone, 15 touchdowns. How do we only get one touchdown out of the whole thing? One touchdown of the whole daggone game. Can't happen like that. Uh, Chris blew it. One for two on field goals, 45 yard, but he got one block. Uh, Washington came back and blocked one. So, uh, I mean, it's cool. It's okay. Delonte, we got your Broncos coming up next week. You and I got to get together Thursday and talk about that. But that's a must-win game. Every game from this, from here until the end of the season is must-win. Must-win for Washington. No doubt in my mind, this is must-win. And we got the man of the hour, Tower Power, too sweet to ever be sour, Mr. Delonte. What's good? What's good? What's happening, brother? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing. Man, it's, it's a must win for y'all. It's a must win for us. It's, it's going to be the, the, the last Hope Super Bowl. That's what I call it. Well, the last <laughs> Hope Bowl. I know one thing. If we lose, we better fire. Somebody better get fired or, or, or Teddy B better get benched. Well, I, I don't know. I See, the thing is, people are calling for... Uh, Ron's head. And the thing is, Ron has only been here a season. A yeah, season, not even a season and a half. A season and a quarter. I'm like, damn. Yeah. That's, and you that's already caught. But now, think back. When Spurrier came, I said, Spurrier ain't the answer. Oh, man, Spurrier gonna take us like he did Florida. Nothing. 5-11. and 11. Not good, but it's better than some. Now, I got tired of 5-11. and 11. Ron made it 7-9 and nine last year, and we gonna have to go on a run. We're going to have to go on a run. If we can win eight straight, that's what's that, 10 and 6? 10 and 5. 
because week seven, 10 and five. If we went eight straight. But if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. I'm not calling for Ron Rivera's head after this uh, 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 short amount of, of, of time. You know, he doesn't even have his franchise quarterback. Heineke, keep rolling with him. I seen Keith from the block say, you know, we got to find ourselves a quarterback. We're going to get one in the draft. Keep rolling with Heineke. You, you got to realize this guy may be 28, but he's a rookie. He is a rookie. You know, he's still learning. And his learning curve was a little steeper than everybody else's. I keep saying that. I keep saying that. I'm going to keep pounding that into everybody's head. You basically have a rookie quarterback starting, rookie experience. He's making rookie mistakes, rookie reads. and But he got the heart of a champion. He has the arm. He's shown you he has the arm. Um, to You know, he makes some gutsy throws. Not consistent yet. He only has – now, if this was – um, Case Keenum, um, Joe Flacco. Okay, I can understand that. You know, Nick Foles come here, wasn't doing good. Okay, you can say, okay, this is a vet. This is a you know a league backup. Blah blah blah. You've seen seven games out of this dude with an offense and an offensive coordinator that won't get creative. They did a little bit better this past Sunday. Um, but I just think it's so much more you could get out of that offense that is just not producing right now. And, and like, you know, got to go back to the drawing board. You got to go back to the drawing board and figure out what's working. And, 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 and yes, do it, but you can't run it into the ground because you're still playing teams that are scheming for you and waiting for this stuff. So it's just it's frustrating to hear the Heineke slander. Um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is nowhere near ready, from what I understand. Still on oh, crutches. He got to go for an MRI, and he's going to be out. There's no timetable for his return. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and then even if he came back, it like the the little piece of Ryan Fitzpatrick we saw earlier, that offense wasn't moving. Stagnant. It was stagnant. You know, I know we saw a limited version of him, but I didn't expect the offense to be stagnant. Like, we thought this offense would move with Fitzpatrick because he's a gunslinger. He doesn't have the, the cannon of an arm, but, you know, Fitzpatrick will put that ball in the air. So, mm-hmm. um, people just got to step up, man. People, somebody got to want to make a play. Somebody got to want to make a play. Whether it's uh, Brown or whoever it is, somebody got other than Terry McLaurin. Yes, you know, gotta go make a play, and I, you know, I, and I'm gonna beat this drum again. It's it's time for Gibson to take the number two role and let McKissick do his work. I, it's, I've seen too many balls go on the ground uh, with Antonio Gibson. Well, now we. I haven't even looked at the line. I'm scared to look at the line for Denver. But we it's it's tight. I'm it's tight. I, I think I saw it was uh 1.5 the last time I checked. Right now it's three. Dem- Denver uh got the uh you know the favorite because they're home. Oh lord, on the road, yeah, on, on the road again. So, well, we'll talk more about that on Thursday. Now, before we get out of here, we got something to talk about. We got to talk about them Wiz kids and the Wizards. Two and one now. They lost to the Brooklyn Nets tonight. But first two games of the season, they beat the Raptors, 98-83. Uh, 
They beat the Pacers 135-134 in OT without in the home Bill. open. With, without Bradley Bill, out with a hip. And tonight they lose to the Nets 104-90. Here's my thing. And you two guys are Wizards fans. I'm going to say this, and I'm going to shut up. If the Wizards can score like they normally score, where they're scoring 120, 130, this team plays defense. They got defensive guys. Wes Unsell Jr. has got them playing some pretty good defense. They can score and still hold teams to, if they score 125, they can hold teams to 110, 115. The Wizards may be a sneaky pick to, you know, jump up and pop the gorilla in the mouth, which is uh, Brooklyn. And we got to see how Brooklyn stays healthy or not. But you two guys, this is your team. Take it over, man. It, the floor is yours. I'm, I'm going to be brief. I'm going to say this. Um, they they have a good – it's a good balance this season. You, um, you know, you got uh, Kuzma, Brad, uh, KCP. Um, I, I – I like the balance, and and, and um, I piggyback off what you said, KG. They they these guys they definitely play defense. Um, I, I think the balance will get them a, a fifth seed. So, you know, it uh it Did we lose? Oh, he, he, he muted. Got deal with the youngin. Can you hear me, KG? Uh-oh. You fellas still there? There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went, we went, we went, uh, we went dark for a second. Oh, my bad. My, oh, oh, my my bad, y'all. We had uh slight technical difficulties over here. My uh young assistant had some <laughs> uh little mishap, but it, oh bad, it's on bad. you, it's on you, BJ. Um, first of all, I think the, the gorilla in the East is Milwaukee. Um, so Brooklyn, Brooklyn got some proving to do. They don't have Kyrie. And I was kind of disappointed in the Wizards tonight. I, I think maybe they, you know, were excited to play Brooklyn, maybe go to three and oh, maybe, you know, this is still a young team, young squad. Like I said, um, you know, I agree with Delonte. I love this team. I love the depth. I love that at you know they have they actually have five people on the floor that can score from different angles. Gafford inside, of course, Bill Denwiddle, Avdia, Kuzma, Neto. Um, I know I've Montrez Harrell. Everybody come on the floor can score, and I like that. You need depth to beat. You're not gonna you're not gonna go superstar blow for blow with Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Atlanta, Atlanta has depth. That's how Atlanta went so far last year. Atlanta has depth. Washington has the depth. They just got to learn how to play together. Uh, I see what Big Jim was talking about, about Kyle Kuzma. He's a little out of control sometimes. But you can see his potential. You know what Montrez Harrell can do. Um, I didn't like tonight. It just seemed like Bill was, you know, they they play okay defense. I'm not going to get them great defense. They play okay defense. Um... I just wish Bill would play better defense. Bill was chilling tonight. Bill was chilling tonight. He was definitely, you know, not trying to to, to guard KG or Hart. He left that for um, 
Kuzma, um, Den Whittle, and whoever else. And, you know, I don't like I don't want to bash Brad. That's not what I'm here to do. But I wish he had that superstar mentality of yesteryear where, you know, Jordan and, and, and Magic and, and those guys want to check the, the you know, he, I, of course he's not going to check Katie. He doesn't match up with Katie. But Harden, like, you know, like, look, let's go up and let's do this. But it, I just seen him chilling in the cut, you know. Everybody else had to deal with Harden, and KD, and if he was checking them, it's because they got switched off. So a little disappointed in that. They came out super flat. They had a chance, and we talked about it at the beginning of the show, they had a chance in this game to at least cut the lead down before the half because they were, they were getting blown out the door, the water. And they just kept missing their shots. Threes, Bertans, Kuzma, Bill, everybody was missing. Nobody was hitting. So... um. And, you know, you, you hear them go to the timeout and, and listen to Wes Ansel Jr. He told them basically they were playing hero ball, stop playing one-on-one, you know, you know, get everybody into the game. And, and tonight they didn't do that. Like the last game against the Pacers, they did that. Without Bill, everybody had to contribute. They got Bill back. I don't know if it kind of threw the rhythm off or whatnot. But 2-1, and one, it's only three games in the season. Um, I, I really, I really like this team. I really do. I like their depth. I like that, um, that this is, this is even, this isn't their top tier yet. They still got a ways to go before you'll see how good this team could be, man. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Well, you got every right to be excited. Y'all, y'all have every right to be excited because this is not, the same old Wizards team. Number one, you got a new coaching regime. So you got something new to be look forward to, to be excited about. And I'm I'm excited for y'all. I'm excited just the same way I'm excited for my Bulls. And I can't wait until it's playoff time and we can have a series so we can sit around for seven games and talk trash back and forth. That's what I live for. That's what I live for. Because Washington... Washington will make the playoffs. There, I said it. Washington will make the playoffs. Somebody's going to stumble, and I think Brooklyn's going to be the one that stumbles. It's not going to be injury. It's going to be infighting that's going to make them stumble. Uh, I, I mean, they don't really have anybody to fight with. The, the, with Harden's already it. crying because he's not getting the calls. He's not yeah. that that pump fake and oh, let me throw the ball up and flail my arms and I get the three point play or something like that. But he's he's already I, complaining I, about that. And I and I and I saw him this game and I said he's going to have to adjust to it. It's going to take him a while to adjust because that's his game. That's a lot of Harden's game. So he's going to have a lot of people are going to have to adjust to that. Now it's just like kind of like you have to get murdered damn near to get a foul now. You know, it's not going to be the James Harden leaning to me, you know, type type calls. You're not going to get those no more. So shut up and play ball. But Brooklyn's not my team, so I don't care. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. But, you know, the Wizards don't do that. And Bill doesn't do that. So it is but what you, it is. You know, some, I've always hated that. I've thought that that was just like the dumbest call because, granted, I always have to say this. We grew up in a different era. We grew up with the bad boy Pistons. And the, the 80 Celtics were rough too. Don't let don't let nobody think make you think that they were finesse. They fought with the Brooklyn with the uh with the Pistons. 
with the bad boys. You you had Milwaukee in the eighties. Teams were rough. The Knicks of the nineties, mm-hmm. the Pacers, hell, Detroit of the two thousand. Those are rough teams. That's why the league changed because pe- it was a lot of fights starting. But I hated that off break because that's like crybaby. But here's the thing. Scottie Pippen said something about three years ago, and nobody has picked up on it. You want to stop James Harden, pick him up. 94 feet, cover him. Don't let him walk to his sweet spot. You you put the clamps on him like that, you don't have to worry about James Harden. That's how you take James Harden out of the game. Nobody has listened to what Scottie has said. I'm like, damn, give me a chance to check James Harden for 48 minutes. I think I could shut down James Harden if I play like that. Well, you, That's I mean, what I'm saying. You, you, you're getting that advice from an old school player, though. None of these guys want to pick up nobody from 90 feet anything. <laughs> nobody want, nobody in this league wants to play like that. This is a whole different league, and, you know, that's what, you know, we, we, we always go back to that. You know, that's, and that's what I was going back to with Bill and challenging himself defensively and not running from Harden. Put the clamps on hard, man. Mm, exactly. Yeah, put the clamps on hard. Stop running from them and going to, you know, go find somebody in the corner that's not hard or Kevin Durant. Like, you know, take that challenge, man. But, you know, it's it's a different league. Nobody's picking up anybody from 94 feet. You know, nobody's going to play, you know, clamp defense unless you're no, – that, that's your bread and butter like Draymond Green or, you know, whoever else. So, But, but you know what's crazy? Nobody presses anymore. Even late in games, teams don't even press anymore. Nope. They don't run the three-quarter press. They don't run half-court traps. It's like, yeah, it's like nobody plays defense. Like Steph Curry. Steph Curry is another cat. You got to pick him up, and you got to run him into a trap. But Steph will shoot running into a trap and knock it down, so you got to pick him up. Steph's another one. Steph's one you got to pick up when he get off the bus because his range starts as soon as he steps on flat ground. So you have to pick Steph up. Let like you sending four people at him and he already in his sweet spot. Defense. Defense. When you have a defensive team against an offensive juggernaut and you know how to take each piece of that offensive juggernaut and make them obsolete, that's when you start winning games. That's what that's what 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 watching tape does. With you know, that's what I'm hoping that Wes Unsell Jr. has them doing. Watching tape. These are how guys have been beating you for the last five years. We're going to correct those mistakes now. Not next week, not next month. We're going to correct them now. And I hope he shows Bill that tape tonight and says, see this right here? See how you sagged off? See how you didn't check Harden? You can let KD do his thing. You know, that's always our thing. Let KD do his thing. Shut everybody else down. KD ain't going to score 120 points by himself. He might give you 60, but he ain't going to score 120. Man, Shut I, everybody I, else down. Let KD score. I always say that, man. I'm like, just like, just go back to the Lakers team. Let Shaq score 70. You in a series with, with, the, with the, the 2000 Lakers, you're not going to, I mean, you're not going to put the clamps on Kobe. No. But if you, if you, if you put glue on everybody else, y'all got to win this game. Don't double off. Don't double off nobody else. You let them two go, and, and I'm not saying just let them score, but you know if you're playing 2K, your defense on them two are low. Hey, do your thing. 
But guess what? Ori, Fisher, Fox, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I told Kevin yesterday, I'm going to be the dude in the 7-Eleven on your neck while you paying, like a foot <laughs> away from you, breathing on your neck. That's what I'm going to be. But, you know, that's a whole other topic for another show because we got to, we, we, we're going to talk some NBA. Uh, we're trying to get a show out this week. Delonte still on? Yeah, he's still there. Delonte, we, we, we are we are going to compile a list of the twenty five worst players in NBA history. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh that's oh, oh, yeah. I'm I'm definitely. <laughs> and I and I forgot to, I forgot to tell Gary today. I got to tell Gary. I got to tell Jim. I'm reach out to everybody. We're going to compile a list of twenty five. We're going to try to have this done next week for next week's uh DC Sports Rundown, possibly, but we'll. we'll We'll keep you updated because we want to make sure this list is is uh is, is nice. So uh, oh, I want to do seventy five, but B was like, "No, nah, I don't think we got seventy five. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think twenty five is good. And, and boy, I'm, I'm gonna piss some people off with my selection. Mm. selection. Oh yeah, we we gonna we gonna get to work on that. So, but I know we are we are we running on time. So I know we got. Step let me out say this joint. before we get out of here because this is a DC sports rundown. So this has to be said. Uh, tonight, the Caps beat the Senators 7-5. Caps are 4-0-2, but they're number two in the Metropolitan. Oshie had three goals tonight. Uh, the Great Eight had two goals. Um, who else? Carlson had one. So what's that? Three, five, six, and Jensen had one. So those were your scores that lit the lamp tonight. Um, we we, we, we got to do something, Caps. Cause I, I want another. I want one more before Ovi walks away. I want one more. Yeah. Send the great eight off in style. Kissing Lord Stanley's cup. That's that's just the way we got to do it. You know. Hey, but uh, question. yeah. How much time y'all think he got left? What is Ovi? Oh, well, shoot. If he on that Yamir Yaga time, he got about another twenty years. You know, Yaga still playing. Yaga about sixty, and he's yeah. still playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we 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 gonna keep an eye on that. But until then, we got we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday night flight. Uh, the boss BJ had to jump, but Tuesday night flight we got something special lined up. I got to get with the guys after the show so we can make sure we got that ready because we coming through with that fire tomorrow night. So until then, that's the man of the hour. Tower power, too sweet to ever be sour. Delante for the boss BJ. I'm the big guy KG. We don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.